girls. We run this mother. We run this mother. We run this mother. Girls. <laughs> we really do run it, though. So. No, we really do. Hey, y'all. Hey, ladies. Welcome to Let's Talk About a Girl podcast here with Kiara and Bree. Hello. Hey, girl. How are you today? I am good. What about you? I'm good, girl. I'm good, good, good. So are you ready to get into the hardships of women? Not just the hardships, though, just to speak on girl empowerment as well. Let's get it. Let's get it. All righty. Yep. So first, we're going to start with a question, Bree. How do you, what is your definition of the hardship of a woman? Um, well, I think hardships of women, um, a lot of stuff varies, but I think all of it boils down to women not having equality, not having the same rights as men, right. not being right. able to do what men do. Um, and that goes with laws, and that goes with just standards and personal life habits. I think it's just, it's not equality. Like, it's not equal right. across the borderline. Right, right. And also, to feed off of that, I personally think society judges women much harder than they do men. So the same stuff a man would go out here and do. It's okay. It's okay. But when women do it, oh man, we got so much negativity coming our way. And Agreed. it's just not, you know, it's just not right. Um, I just don't think that's right. Like men could go out here and they can impregnate so many women. Yep. So many women. But when women sleep with so many men we looked at as whores and yeah that's a great point though because you like you just said men go out and they do the ones that they're the ones that impregnate women not us we just get pregnant so i think when they make the women do the birth control method to try to get down on um cut down on you know um the popularity like right um population yeah population uh they make us the problem like we 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 not doing it. You need to control right. the, the stories. They're putting it in. Um, one man can get several women pregnant. Women pregnant. Right. We can't right. just go out and just get men me pregnant. So right. I just feel like they're the ones that should get the birth control. It's coming from them, and we're right. being punished for something that they're doing. But that's just the way um society is. Though it's always the women fault, and the women can't do what the men what the men can and I don't like that and just like um not just with the birth control okay say for instance I wanted to get my tubes tied and mm-hmm. I'm married I can't do it without my husband's permission but if my husband wanted to have a what's that thing called a vasectomy he, right. he could go behind my back and do that right and he and don't have to get know. my permission right. so mm-hmm. I really don't think that's fair like I don't think a man should have control over what my body does right and speaking of that I recently uh, came in contact with the article about how they are making birth control mandatory for women in Africa in those types of countries for population control. And I just don't think that's right. And you know it's mainly black women individually that are over there in Africa that they're making um, take birth control mandatory. And I just don't think that's right. I think a body, uh, a woman, my bad, I think a woman has a say-so uh, to, you know, control what she wants to come out of her body. But that's also, to me, that just sounds crazy to me because I know this probably ain't even the reason why they did it, but like you said, it's for population control. But mm-hmm. that just made me think about, you can basically rape me, and since I'm on some type of birth control, a baby can't come out of, like, you, it just opened up so many other doors by, it does. by doing that. And I just think you should hold the man responsible because he's the one doing it. If you want to control the population, you need to control him. Right. And let make him keep his thing to himself because it's obviously the men who, and not just that, the men have control over that because they have control over when they nut. Mm-hmm. So, if they do that, sometimes it catches off guard. Like, we can't control, we wouldn't know that. And they know when they do it. So right. that's why I just think all that should be put on them. But instead, we're at, we're the blame for it all. Right. And we right. have to suffer and give up our rights or what we think we want to do because, because of a man. But speaking of birth control, it's so many negative side effects that come with birth control. 
Um, I know so many women that were on birth control, but it messed up their health so bad that they had no choice but to get off of it. So me personally, I was on birth control for about three months because I was on a depot shot during my freshman year of college to be exact. And I got right off of that because my hair was girl shedding so much. Okay. I was having heart problems that I never had before. Like it was making me, you know, do have new symptoms that I never had before. And I had a handful of hair before I started the depot shot. So what makes you think I'm going to lose all my hair just because of a, a shot? So I got off that. I think. Okay, go ahead. Oh my bad. Mm-hmm, you fine. Go ahead. And so, um, my other friend, her friends, they were on the birth control pill, and they got sick really bad too. And one of them had a blood clot in their lung and actually died from it. Oh wow! So that's how you know that's how careful we have to be when choosing different types of birth control because this stuff is coming in our bodies you know so I was going to ask you Bree, how do you feel about the whole birth control concept okay um well speaking for me I was on both of those birth controls that you mentioned I didn't have any bad side effects for it neither I'm okay, actually good. currently still on the pill okay. um so I don't have those side effects but I have heard the different testimonies of that um my sister she's a firm believer in she hates depo she's never getting that because she heard so many worse things like the stuff you're putting out she heard that and so many other things and i was just trying to tell her that everybody everybody's body is different because when i was on it i didn't experience that i did experience the total like um weight gain i did gain Mm -hmm. a lot of weight um i think i was i used to be at 150 i blew up and went to 180 and yeah i went up to 180 and when I'm, I got pregnant, I got off and I got pregnant with my daughter. And then that's when the weight went down. Crazy enough, it went down. I, I just associated with, you know, vomiting all the time for pregnancy. But then mm-hmm. now I'm putting it in my mind that maybe it really was the birth control. I used to always hear about the weight gain. But to me, you know, you really don't see your weight gain until you just sit, simply take a picture and look at yourself and be like, damn, right. I right. was big. right. Cause, well, that's how it is for me. I don't really notice my weight gain or weight loss until I just have to sit back and reflect and put some pictures together and be like, dang, right. you really were big. Right. So I know that was the only bad thing I had when I had no other problems. Then now I'm on the pill. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had any problem with the pill. Um, yeah, I just haven't had any problem with it. But everybody's body is different. It's different. Uh-huh. And it's right. some of those do have side effects. So I guess it's like you playing with your... You, it's like a... What is called um Russian roulette? You just taking a chance. Like, oh, you want to yeah. be protected, but mm-hmm. you know these come with it. So you just gotta find the right. And my sister did this. She actually found the right one for her body. Like she will test one out and then stop. But mm-hmm. she has obviously found something for her, which is the patch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's actually a patch, and I'm kind of iffy about the patch. So I'm like, I, I swear, me so too. It, it can easily come off. I don't want that. So, but she is. It, it has been successful for her. Okay. So yeah, I, and I didn't even know it was a patch. So it's different things out there for everybody, just in case they just feel like they have to have birth control and you you want to still have it. It's different things out there. So I guess you just, the best thing you can do is just test it out for yourself to see which one is best. But if if you see any symptoms like Kiara explained within her first three months, she already picked up on it because you're gonna notice them. Mm-hmm. So if you pick up on that, please yeah. stop. I advise you to stop. But if you just got to protect yourself, you know, just, just go through the different ones that's best because it's so many and you'll be surprised. Talk to your um gynecologist and, your, you know, your doctor. It's so many out there for you guys to try. So I, right. I wouldn't put right. down, I, I don't look down on birth control because like I said, I'm on it. But you just got to make sure you test everything with your body and don't go so long with with the different symptoms. Like yeah. if it's something wrong, check that out immediately and just switch yes, it. It's okay. To yeah, see me. I'm not on anything right now because after that, I said, no, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. They're probably scared of you. I'm just going to have to be extra careful and just, you know, whatever happens, just happen. And just remember, uh, you know, because you like to bring that cu- topic of what you just said, you just have to be extra careful because let's be honest, condoms don't really 
protect you from having a baby. I don't see nope. condoms as that. Mm-hmm. I see condoms mm-hmm. as protecting you from a di- a disease, and that's mm-hmm. still not a hundred percent sure. But just like you said, protect yourself and just be cautious and be careful. But and also tell your um your guy friend whoever he, he it's it's condoms. I, I mean you know it's it's stuff out there for him. So yeah. I mean you ain't just gotta rely <laughs> on the condom. It's stuff he can do. <laughs> tell him to have a segment. I'm joking, but. <laughs> But reverse those roles and tell him that you he need to protect himself. Like yeah, he needs, he the one that's dropping them. So don't just but think see, you're the only one that gotta have it. Yeah, but see, the only reason I honestly, and I'm be real, got the birth control, not because I'm out here just throwing it back, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of I have very very heavy menstrual cycles. Yeah. And so. My doctor told me that try the birth control and they would eventually get lighter and then they would eventually slow down and stop and not come every month. So I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. And I'm like, I got on the birth control. I'm like, girl, I'd rather just deal with my heavy menstrual cycles because I'm not going to sit up here and have my hair falling out and be yeah. having heart pains. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to find out what's best for you because like I was on my to yeah. regulate my um uh balance. So I got on to regulate like um I was I have I have like a, a mood disorder like a mood swing problem. So to get on there, I got on there ne- never because it was like sexually active anything involved. It was just to regulate my cycle and menstrual yeah. because I got moody around that time. So that's why I was on there because everybody don't have to be ashamed that they've been on birth control since a teenager. Because like I said, I got on it for that purpose, not because I was sexually active. That was what the doctor suggested to mm-hmm. um balance out the menstrual. Because like you said, mine was never um heavy and like that heavy cramping. Like I go through that now. Like with the heavy cramping and the heavy bleeding. Ooh, That's my problem yeah. now. But Man. another thing when you said about the birth control, when your doctor told you that um is to get them lighter and then eventually not come. That's let's be honest. That's really not healthy because not healthy. our body is supposed to have one. That's called like the you out. yeah. Right. So right. let's let's be honest. Like people do it to get away from that, but come on now, you really kind of need it, and you only have it for a few days out of a month. So it be the longest days, baby. It do because I like I said <laughs> with my cramping. I like if I get a cramp, I literally stop in my tracks and I can't walk. And I have to take I dope up on um, pain meds because it be that oh, serious for me, girl. But as I say, let's be honest, it's obviously something our body needed. If it didn't, you know, God wouldn't have gave it to us. So mm-hmm. I just right. feel like we sh- we should stop trying to get this out of our head. We don't need. To- and like I get it, some people need it for the calm them down on the cramps, but you kind of need that to clean your body, like you said. You do every month, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you don't get it, just imagine all the stuff that's building up in your body. Oh, honey, I don't want to imagine. Yeah. So, <laughs> if y'all can't stick it out, but I know, uh, like my friend, she got on birth control to help with her um, acne and stuff like that. Yeah. See, every one of them have different reasons. Yeah. Like different causes yeah. and stuff. Nobody's just on there to prevent the the sex because all of it's not one hundred percent anyway. I've they say somebody I don't I don't know anybody personally, but they say somebody has got pregnant on all those methods. Every single method of birth control, hey, baby, somebody has gotten pregnant. Baby. You cannot sue the people. <laughs> let me, let, girl. They me. tell you that is not <laughs> no no birth control is a hundred percent. The only safe mm. sex is no sex. Then you right, but honey, <laughs> they have it's no it's none my, out there. Look, one of my classmates in the program that I'm in now. She tells the story all the time. She had a miracle baby. She was on birth control, but she was still having sex, not using any protection. However, she was on birth control, very sturdy, and she still <laughs> ended up pregnant. And you know what I told her? Lawsuit. Because how in the world are you still having this child and you've been on birth control for this long? It's a, it's not. Um, that's what it goes back to. It. It's not 100%. None of it is, and she like she said she was just out there, you know. Because when you on birth control, nobody thinks about using the protection. Oh, I'm protected. Nobody thinks about that. Like I'm not finna double up. I'm not finna right. use the condom. Right, you know? right. So, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ladies, you should still use a condom, especially if this is somebody that you're not very super comfortable with. Like mm-hmm. if you can avoid it, avoid it. But if you can't, yeah, you just shouldn't. Don't. 
you know, just don't wear the condom. I mean, don't dismiss the condom. Because the, <laughs> the, the birth control is to prevent you from getting pregnant. The condom is pre- to prevent the disease. Right, right, right. So you kind of need both. Right. Unless you just, you know, trust that person. But I'm just saying. Right. Now, if you get pregnant after both of them <laughs> together, then, then I, it was for you I to advise have you to sue. <laughs> but no. Nah. But for real, for real, like I said, all the safer sex is no sex. That's the only way you can come out. Not Abstinence is the best now. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, but have you been to like any? Well, obviously, I hope you're not going to any stores like that with the COVID. But have you been online shopping lately? No, not really. Are you referring to the sex stores? No, ma'am. I'm referring to uh, <laughs> clothing stores. <laughs> what I gotta go to clothing stores for? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, summertime. You might need some. Well, I did. I did go to Burlington um the other day. Um, what was that? The Saturday before you Saturday just passed before Father's Day. I went to do Father's Day shopping. Yeah, I'm last minute with everything. <laughs> but yeah, I have been to clothing stores. I thought you were talking about sex stores. No, ma'am. I mean, I really don't need to go to the sex store, but hey, ladies out there that might need it, I know people. Okay, what's all in the sex store? Because I haven't been to one. What's all in one? You have you been to one? You need to go to Hot Topic. I've been in there before. Um, oh, I've been in Hot Topic, but I didn't really take it as a sex sex store. You know, I mean, but you go all the way to the back where the adult yeah. section is. You're gonna have your dildos and have your, your straps. Yeah. Uh, handcuffs and stuff like that. You know the the, the naughty stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. I probably need to check it out. I think I went in high school and we was joking around. We wasn't. No, do they sell like um? Do they sell tongue like um tongue ring and belly rings in there? Yeah, they got That's that. That's why we went in there. My friends yeah. had their belly pierced, and I always wanted a belly piercing and never got it. Just the simple fact of being scared. But um, <laughs> yeah, they we went in there for those. So that's what I remember. Yeah, so I asked you that question because do you feel like ladies as a whole, including us two, have to dress a certain type of way to feel, I guess, accepted by society or by men? Um, I I wouldn't say we, we have to do it, but I think all women underline, like, you don't want to dress a mess. Like, how can you go out looking a mess and expecting to find a husband? And I right, don't mean a mess right. like tights on, you know, everybody not going to have a day where they just dress up because I have had days where I just go out in tights. But I'm just sure saying, you do. can't have your hair messed up, baggy clothes on. You can't have, to me, you just can't have all that a rough day and then right. expect to find somebody. Not saying that you should find right. them, but they right. should find you. But I'm just saying, come on now. A man's not right. going to approach that. And I just feel like it does have a lot to play in it, but it shouldn't be based off society. It should be based off your morals and values. Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't want to walk out there any kind of way. And especially, you know, if you're in the process of looking for a husband mm-hmm. or, you know, just looking and trying to date, you don't need to go out there any kind of way. Right. Right. So I know for me personally, I like to get my hair done and my nails done and make sure my eyebrows on fleek. You know what I'm saying? Just to feel good about mm-hmm. myself for me. Not yeah, for a man, because they're gonna take me how I come. You understand yeah. me? Okay, so that's good. That's stuff, a that is a good way to look at it. Yeah, so all this little excess funding, spending I'm doing at the nail shop and stuff like that. This for Kiara. This for me. And that and when you get to that point, you'll realize that if you're to that point, ladies, like where everything you do is for yourself, mm-hmm. I, to me that's happiness because mm-hmm. you're gonna be happy with or without a man. You know your worth before or after the man. And I think yes, every ma'am. woman should get to that point of well, I me personally I don't get my nails done. I, I don't I just don't prefer that. Um I don't wear all the weave. Now I do get braids a lot, but I don't wear um weave a lot. But I I think to each his own, but every you can look cute in everything. Like mm-hmm. everything you can look cute in it's about yeah. the approach how you do it because it's women with natural hair don't ever wear weave and they still look cute it's about how you keep yourself up yeah so now, me, i like the wigs i like the wig girl i gotta sew in as we talking i mean that's just so i won't have to get up okay well, and yeah yeah that's a, yeah you know because i work a lot and i'm on the go a lot stuff like that so it's like i get in there put in the bun going about my day <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah everybody have their preference like 
Uh, I know a lot of people who wear weave have hair down their back. It's not simply because they don't, and people who wear weave, it's not because they don't have hair. It's like you right. just said, you just don't feel like getting up, like with the braids. I know that's a push mm-hmm. you go. All you have to do is lay your edges down and you can go. Okay. So, Sometimes I don't even do that, honey. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like braids are just my go-to. I, I, I like that. I prefer that because I can sleep how I want to sleep. I can do what mm-hmm. I want to do. So I just feel like whatever works for each person, but right. never, never try to make yourself out to be something just for a person. Like, you know, for a man, don't, don't to me, don't do that because if that man leaves you, you did all that for that person. Do it for yourself. Therefore, if they leave, they're gone. Yeah. So, do you think that getting your hair and your nails done, make sure you upkeeping yourself, will help you have high self esteem and standards as well? I think so because I if too. you get okay. up and look in the mirror and see yourself like, that way, you're gonna be like, "Oh, girl, you bad." You know, I it's moments okay. I, look at, I go to the mirror and be like, "Dang, girl, that's you," and just do stuff like that. Like you gotta help right. yourself up. But if you go right. to the mirror, your hair all over your head, you're not gonna really. You gonna not look at it. I mean, I don't know. I would. <laughs> I'd be like, "Dang, girl, get yourself together." But right, right, right. I feel like you do go with it, and you don't have yeah. to do like. And that's the thing. People try to base all that off of society. Like mm-hmm. all these different women having the weed down their back, the makeup mm-hmm. on. You're not going to want to put makeup on every day. Because let me tell you, those people don't put on makeup every day. Like they mm-hmm. just, they take the pictures. And it's like that. It's not every day you have to do that. But I think it's a good thing. A woman should get cute at least two times a month. At least mm-hmm. and go somewhere and do something just to mm-hmm. get that feeling. Right. See, me... Now, I don't wear makeup, and it's not because I don't like it. It's because I do not have the patience, honey, to make sure that it matches, it blends, all that. I'm just not good with makeup, baby. I I go to my friend. (laughs) I got my friend, my best friend, and my sister, they do makeup. That's who do my makeup. And I'm like, when I take pictures, like for a grad picture, I went to somebody else. Like, I went to a person who do makeup. But other than wearing makeup, girl, all you really need, see, I don't have eyebrows. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to get them arched. Like, it's a natural arch, but I don't have many. So I about to say, all you need is a natural, like, your eyebrows arch and some lip gloss. I promise you, you'll be popping. And sometimes the lashes, too. I don't have long lashes. So now, see, I tried lashes, lashes for the first time when I um took my birthday pictures this past January. And I was popping, girl. That's what I'm saying. That's all you really need as far as that full bling. <laughs> I can't sleep in them. Girl, they'll be up and down. Like, <laughs> Girl, I know people that go get those. What you call them? Lash extensions? What you call them? Okay, see. Um, that, see, I can't. No, okay, so how does the lash extensions work, though? I don't know. I just know they people messing with that. With the <laughs> 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 because I have done the single and I've done the strip. And Ooh. the singles, it takes way longer. But the singles, to me, like I said, I, I like to sleep any kind of way when I sleep. And all of that me get too, messed honey. up. So I just realized that I'm never going to do the singles again because of how I like yeah. to sleep. I'd rather just do the lash, which, I mean, the, you know, the strip that can just easily come out. Yeah. And see, I didn't watch YouTube videos after YouTube videos on how to contour and do this and do that. Girl, I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. So, I really only wear makeup and eyelashes and all that stuff. Only for, like, special occasions. Yeah, that's how it should be. Birthday and graduation pictures, stuff like that. But other than that, you're going to see this natural glow, baby. You, you're going to see And it. that's what I'm saying. People don't realize <laughs> that their glow is natural. And all it really takes is your eyebrows being arched. You know, a strip of eyelash and, and some lip gloss. I promise you, you're going to be cute. It's not... Yeah. You don't have to do the full face for one that mess your skin up anyway. You shouldn't put all that on. And I'm not knocking the people who put it on every single day. That's their choice. But mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do that. Especially but, if you're not you know, properly cleansing, cleansing your yeah, face. After. I was going to say that. Yeah. If they do put it on every day, just make sure you have like a good you know, face routine where you wash your face with cleansers and stuff like that. And so I saw somebody that mm-hmm. and I'm not knocking everybody because um, I saw somebody who did a who wear makeup every day and when I didn't see them with the makeup on I was like oh my god they just was not what I was expecting because they wear makeup so much when they don't have any on it's just like oh my god it was yeah they I was like they have to be sick because for them <laughs> not to do their makeup because they had it on every single day but I just really like Kiera said make sure you clean your skin properly after you take it off I know when y'all get in y'all have y'all drunk, drunk moments if you go out 
but <laughs> still take that stuff out properly because it can damage your skin and we want healthy skin ladies but you know what shout out to all these youtubers honey because y'all yes. doing it y'all doing it and I'm happy that, that someone yeah. making the money. I'm happy someone. I I pray if, mm-hmm. if you do keep um you know steady going to YouTube because that takes a lot of work. Ooh, a lot of work, patience, building your viewers up, all of that. Yeah. So I think y'all should get paid for that. I'm glad those people mm-hmm. who on who YouTube like YouTube is turning to like famous people and get money because that takes a lot of patience. It does. So. With all of this makeup talk, self-esteem talking, your hair, your nails done, all of this, where do you think jealousy from other women come from? Like, women being jealous of other women, where do you think that comes from? Like, um, I simply think it's um coming from, you know, thinking the grass is green on the other side or looking in from the, um, looking from the outside in, not knowing mm-hmm. that this woman go through the everyday problems like you. Right. Um. So that's why I definitely think it come from. But I wish that we wouldn't hate each other and we would empower each other because right. you don't know how many communities stuff um partnerships can be built. Mm-hmm. But simply, it's sad to say women don't trust women. And right. And sometimes I'd be like, you really can't blame them. But I give everybody the chance before they mess themselves up. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, uh, you, you innocent until you prove to me otherwise. And yeah. that's how I go into every relationship, friendship. You know, if I ever had a business, you know, business partnership, anything, I I treat it that way. You right. are wrong, and that can simply be from like say, for instance, everybody was saying Kiara, Kiara, dog, don't trust her. You know, don't go in business. Well, I'm gonna still give you the benefit of the doubt. You gotta mm-hmm. show me because everybody right. don't treat everybody the same, and I don't right. know the reason right. why they they saying that about you. Like you, they yeah. could have did something to you, and you know, people usually paint a try to paint a paint a person to be a bad person if they right. dealing with them, right. not knowing that. I can yeah. I can mess with you and still mess with her. Simply right. like that. And I think that's where it comes from. Simply just from the outside looking in, you think that person got money, but you don't know what she doing to get the money. And not only that, you don't know how she, what she might go through to get it. Just because somebody dressed cute and put on makeup don't mean they got all the money in the world. And that's what I'm saying. And like, I, I knew some girls who used to talk about other girls in high school and middle school because of you know, their makeup, or they always wearing makeup, or she knows she don't need all that makeup, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I just used to be like, sis, if you like her makeup, and you want her to teach you how to put it on, just go ask her. Y'all y'all might bond and become best friends. But then again, on the other side, you don't know what's going on behind her closed doors mm-hmm. in her household, the reason she has to wear makeup every day. Yeah, good, like good point. Good point yeah, of view. Yeah, people don't think like that. You know what I'm saying? She might have bruises and stuff that she might trying to, you know, hide and don't want. And another thing, what that what that goes into. Some people wear makeup for self esteem purposes, like they that, don't. Oh, I was just about to say that. So you knocking that person not knowing that person already got self esteem issues, and already by you saying, "Oh, you already right. you doing that with that makeup," that's knocking them right. down more. Right. You don't know why people wear it because you might say, "Oh, she pretty." You think you hate on her because you think she just a suit pretty and right. talking about her but she don't feel that way for real for real mm-hmm. so that's why she wanted makeup so I just really think you should be mindful and just be like you cute and if you don't have anything good to say leave it alone don't say it at all yeah. I try my best every time I not even with just makeup on like if I just you know if I walk past a girl I ain't know no gay shit or nothing but like if I walk past a girl and I think she pretty I'll be like you look pretty today that's just yeah, and that's another, you just never know I, and that's yeah. another thing. I don't. It that's not gay. That's co- simply complimenting a woman. Like right, right. You you, you are. Don't, I don't, you know how society think nowadays, honey. You got to be careful. But yeah, about thing that you say. Yeah, that's true. But I don't mm-hmm. mind. I, I'm I'm known for complimenting um people. Like if your shades right. cute, they cute. Your shoes cute, they cute. I don't right, mind saying right. something. And I I have seen that come out of my daughter because every time we go to the store, she don't. I don't care how this person hair looks. She gonna say, "Oh, I like your hair." I like your shoes. She going to say, my daughter don't mind expressing it. That's so, good. That's and I know she has picked up on that from me because I'm not a person that's going to hate. And I, if, even if somebody's shoes are not cute, I'm not going to ever say it. It's just not my cup of tea, but it's their cup of tea. That's all that matters. Because I'm not going to always wear what people like, but I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for myself. And if if you can have the ugliest outfit, long as you think it's cute, it's going to be cute. That's all that matters to me. Right, right. That is true. 
It's definitely true. So, with that being said, we go through so much just being women, and we haven't even touched on the pregnancy topic yet. But wow, we, <laughs> yeah, we go through so much. But why do these men out here not respect women as they should? And we I think a lot of times. Okay, what you say? I said we go through all of this. <laughs> okay, I think I'm a firm believer in somebody gonna treat you how you allow them to treat you. Woo, girl. So if a man keep disrespecting you. It's because you kind of let them do it. Mm-hmm. So if you if if a, the first time somebody somebody disrespect you, cut them off. That's how. That's the only way they're gonna learn. Like they know that you you didn't come to play. And it's, it's they place. say you attract what you are. Like you attract the type of people you are. So you kind of need to figure out what's wrong with you. Yeah. Because uh uh I feel now even though me and our bow they gonna step to whoever they think they want to step to, Ooh, but yeah. if you cut them off. That first, and you let them know, mm-hmm. yeah, right. But why they disrespect? I think men are insecure nowadays themselves, though. They they are. They're intimidated because right. It, we have a lot of women nowadays. Like men, they just they're taking our black men anyway. And the black men that we do have, a lot of them don't respect us. So, I just think it's an insecure issue because now women are making more than men. Women are being the breadwinners of the family. And that's I'm saying that's in the black community because there's a lot of women take care of their men. Well, in this household right here, <laughs> trying to tell you I hey can man. be bad by myself. The man is gonna lead, okay? And that's how it, and that's how it should be. And that's how I want it to be for myself. That's why I said I ain't going back on a few episodes. I ain't going. No, I ain't changing my standards. I ain't doubling down on that. Oh I no, never. <laughs> I'm not going back on that word. So right, right. I just feel like they. For one, you're disrespect because you allow it. And for two, they're insecure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when they come across a powerful woman, they instead they, of building her up to make uh-huh. her more powerful and trying mm-hmm. to match her powerfulness, mm-hmm. they tear her down and be like, Oh, you think yep. you're better when that's not the yep. case. And some women got mm-hmm. insecurities and they got self-esteem issues that they start to believe it. Mm-hmm. And they let a man control them, even though they are truly the most powerful one. So yep. that it all deals with self esteem, and I, I I think I can say I got high self esteem. I think I'm pretty arrogant. I'm joking, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I, I'm not arrogant. Is, I'm confident, right? But my thing is, so we sit up here and we have y'all babies, and we take care of yep. the house and make sure everything in order. We and still work on a long day of work, and we make sure it's a hot meal. You know what I'm saying? On the and table, still work. You, but you still tear us down. You still disrespect us. Like, wow. but that goes back to society, Damn. though. You know, that <laughs> right. goes back to society, like with the rappers right. and stuff. Um, they all they yeah. they refer to all the women now as bitches, and it's a lot of rappers out here that got women. I mean, you know, wives, and they still yeah. rap about it because I know E40, he has said all that stuff he rap about ain't real because he got a wife at home and he don't treat her like that. So that's so what made why, me. Why, why are you about it then? That's what made me think like y'all just really out here selling dreams because you don't even live that lifestyle. And your wife, I think she should slap you in the back of your head for <laughs> even letting you make that music because it's like you don't respect me, right? Right. And I just didn't. I don't like. I don't like when. I think your music should represent you. You shouldn't mm-hmm. put out anything fake, right? But that's what they have to look up. That's what our generation, you know, the generations under us have to look up to. Right. And if that's all they see is the rapper saying, bitch, this, I'm sorry, be this, be that. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> if that's all they have to hear, you know, what, what else they going to say? You're right. You're right. You're so. Right. If our rappers would put more energy into rapping about the positive stuff, then I think I it'll, I promise you, let let a rapper talk about picking up a book. And them kids gonna be on books, but right now yeah. they're on easy, quick, fast money. How I'm gonna mm-hmm. get this money? Mm-hmm. And they ain't got no help. And, and that's why a lot all, of people dropping out. All these girls, right? Having all these girls thinking it's cute, and, and then that's why the girls end up finding each other. And I know I'm being with a with being a teacher, it was this fourth grade student running around and he was like he had all the girls getting ready to fight this 
she was um I in think, the fourth grade. Girl, girl, you would be surprised at stuff that goes on. Girl, I'm trying to tell you, like I that opened my eyes. Like being a teacher opened my eyes because I'm like, was we thinking about this when we were still? I don't think so. But you gotta ask yourself though. You can't really blame them because half of the parents' fault. The parents uh-huh. gotta work to survive because half of the, yeah. the parents didn't graduate, so they gotta take any kind of job and they gotta take any kind of hours. Right. So that leaves them at home by themselves or with siblings. Mm-hmm. So when you at home with siblings and you have no parental guidance, you're going to look to other stuff. They got TVs. Nowadays, TV put everything on there, even on the kindergarten, I mean, not the kindergarten, even on the cartoons. They mm-hmm. have kissing scenes on the cartoons. I don't care if it is on the cheek. You shouldn't be encouraging a, a child to kiss. Now, they, now, at that age, right? well, you know, kindergarten and first, and like I, um, I tell people, be mindful for the YouTube videos because mm-hmm. um, when we when I okay, I like to show YouTube videos because I like my kids to get interactive and you know engaged. So when I show a video and an ad come up, sometimes the ads are inappropriate. Like it had a lady with her um penny and bra. It was like a nair commercial, uh-huh. and the lady was in her penny and bra shaving her legs. And you know what my kids gonna say? Ugh. And I right, was like, right. I was like, what? And I was like, oh my god, they really got this on here. But they just put it out there at all times. So. We got to be able to protect our kids' mm. eyes and ears because they're going to hear it. They're going to hear it on the radio. They are. They're going to see it on YouTube. Mm. They're going to see it on the TV. Because like I told you, TV put this kind of stuff out. And I tell them what they uh seeing at home, too. Got to be mindful of that. Th- that's where it's coming from at home. Because, you know, at school, it's limited. But you mm. do learn from your peers. Mm-hmm. So... You're right. I, that's why I think the sex talk is 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 definitely a must have, and I think I'm um, I'm very nervous about going into that with my daughter because of her Ooh. age. What age did you did your uh, mom have the sex talk with you? I never had the sex talk. I never had it either, girl. <laughs> um, that's why I got two kids, probably. But no, <laughs> but no, I never had the sex talk, and I don't know. Like with my family, we just don't talk about that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like even though it probably could help us prevent it, but it just never. We we kind of shelter, so we don't we ain't talk about this stuff. You, the thing is, don't do it, and right. you know, you know, it obviously end up happening. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't have to talk, so I know that's definitely something I got to do with my daughter. But I'm just not ready for it. But I know I got to do it because you know, if she hear from her friends, it ain't gonna be what I wanted to learn. So yeah. I might as well go on and start talking about it. I'm just not ready for that because, like I said, my child is innocent, like innocent minded. Like the people around her age, like I said, I got second grade. They were doing, they were doing all kind of stuff already at the school, like drawing stuff, inappropriate stuff. My child don't think like that. She don't even know what that is. She don't need to know the difference of stuff. And she going to the second grade, right? So I kind of, I guess I'm in a way kind of sheltering her too. But I gotta realize it doesn't matter. She's in a private, public, magnet school, um, with all whites, with all blacks. It's still gonna come out. Mm-hmm. because of today's society so I just need to kind yep. of brace myself and probably ask God how I need to go into this and how I need to guide her because that that's scary to even have to think about that I'm having this age. I would have to say around this age but I, I'd rather be um, safe than sorry so are you going to let her dad have that same talk with her because I think that I think have- we should have a sit down together like yeah. both of us we have already said that we know it needs to happen but you know both of us kind of that's like his baby girl he don't want to think of that you he don't even want the thoughts he don't that ain't even in his mind right now but right we, we do know that we if we had a talk it's gonna be with both of us mm-hmm. because he could give us some pointers from his point and you know i could give some pointers from my point but at the end of the day it's gonna be don't do it you know yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the same don't you know just don't do it but not only that i feel like you can't just tell a child don't do something without telling them why so i think it's time to when we do tell her it's like don't do it but don't do it because pregnancy can happen don't do it because disease can happen and i think it's okay to show her the pictures of how it's going to look if you get a disease that'll scare her if i scare her i'm okay with that because i just want you to be better like protected yeah 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 well see my mom we never had the sex talk but the main thing she said you can do whatever you want to do you can go out and have fun whatever you want to do long as you respect me your grade's good and no pregnancy. That's all she preached. I'm just like, girl, I promise you I don't want no hollering ass baby right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know For that's real, real, but that's all she used to preach. 
priest was no pregnancy, no pregnancy. I'm like, okay. But at the same time, I understood why. Because my friends who I grew up with, they got about three to four to five babies already. Girl, yes. Okay. I'm I'm already right there. I'm like at two. So two is what's two from three, four, and five. But I can promise <laughs> you I ain't having no more. <laughs> Yeah, but, but see, the problem was they were having them at a young age, and she just wanted to make sure that don't happen with me. So and I can't really blame her because I don't think no parent right now wants their kids to get pregnant at a young age because it's hard. Like mm-hmm. having kids is not easy, and you can have a supportive family, you can have an active daddy, a supportive daddy. It is hard, mm-hmm. and not only that, your body is not just something, your body's not ready for that. So that's a it's kids out here 13 and 14 having kids. But let's Mm. be honest, our grandparents were like that. You know, they were having kids, or maybe our grandparents' parents rather. Because my mama didn't have it. My mama had my mama at 19. But still, they were already married. But that's the thing, they get they got married and stuff. But we ain't getting married no more. Yeah, and not only that. 15 no more. Nope. Well, you can't get married at 15. But I'm but, saying, but back you can't in the day, even, they was getting married at 16, 17, and on um, and 18. We not we not even getting married. We not even say, but we we not even getting married. Like when you do get to the age of getting married, you still not getting it. We not. That's what I'm saying. We not even thinking about marriage at that age. No one's because thinking about committing. No, that's and that's the thing. I don't get it. Like every to me, I feel like every little girl dreams of marriage. Yeah, I, I think a marriage and a family, like it don't matter. How, my my daughter now, she she talks about it. She she talks about having babies, but I don't think she talks about it in that sense of like I want. She doesn't know what you got to do to go through that, like to have kids. She just knows she wants to I grow agree. up and have a family. <laughs> so that's why I said every, I know for a fact my daughter talk. She she knows about growing up and being married and having a family. She wants that. She doesn't know the steps to get to it right now, but that's what my example to show every little girl wants marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's what she she wants that. So, because her daddy always joke with her, like, you ain't getting married till you 30 and 40 and stuff like that. But that's the thing, though. A lot of, um, I don't see what, it, I think the women, the men are the ones to blame because they are. They women are. want that. Yeah. And a man always, it's, it's okay for a man to say they're not ready. Mm-hmm. So I think men are to blame on the shortage so, of marriage. What age do men do stop playing games? I, I don't know because I know some old So many people this question and they like, oh no, oh no. But I really want to know what age do men really stop playing games and really be like, okay, let me stop the whole life. Let me find one girl to settle down with so we can become something serious and then eventually you know, become one. I don't really think it's an age to that. I I truly think it has something to do with how you were raised because... Yeah, yeah. If you were raised, if you saw your daddy love on your mama, you're going to naturally want that. Mm -hmm. And if you saw your mama, if you saw your daddy wasn't there, I mean, you're going to have an issue with... you're You're just going to have a hard time loving because you don't know how to. True. If your daddy has True. kids everywhere, you're going to naturally, not on purpose, not because you were intentional about it, but mm-hmm. you don't know how to love. But and you, you know what? That, yeah. My pastor said the same thing this past Sunday. He was like, if your daddy was a Rolling Stone, we're not going to be surprised if you become one and pop out all these kids. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you saw and that's what you became used to. That's what you grew up in. That's what you that's thought that. was normal. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we can't put the blame on you. And yeah. they and they, and when and that's the crazy part about it. Everybody now thinks being hoish is normal. It, it's not. But <laughs> and then they think having a family and settling down is weird. Right, right. So it's because that's the new normal. And I tell everybody that our parents are the ones to blame because that's when it happened. Mm-hmm. Because our grandparents were married, our grandparents helped raise us. Mm-hmm. But nowadays you have our generation who don't have babysitters and they got to do what they got to do because now our parents are not helping with the kids no more. They say that they got a life to live as well. Right. So I really have, I tell, I told my mom, I had the conversation. I said, it's not grandma them generation. It's how I talk to them. It's not grandma them generation. It's y'all generation that did it. Like y'all the ones messed it up because let's be honest. Y'all won't, y'all ask the, y'all kids to pay y'all to watch they, y'all grandchildren. 
y'all don't watch grandchildren no more. Even though y'all mama helped wash up. And that's how she take it. Like, it is that. Like, we didn't experience that with our family. And I don't have to go through that. But I'm just saying, look at we look within the generation. When did this start to happen? Okay, so now that you said that, what do you how do you feel about this generation now? So you and other uh young parents out here that have children, do you think they are doing the same thing um that your grandparents did, which was watch the kids themselves and not hire babysitters and stuff like that? Um you see, the the parents that I know and I surround myself with, they inter, they act like me. But it's so many parents that's around my age that don't act like us, that still, you know, put their babies off on anybody, still don't get a baby's attention. Because I see it with me being a teacher. Like, I go and I see the parents' age and I be like, oh, my God, they're my age. But you would think they're so much younger because they don't really interact with the kids. Like they don't come up there for stuff. Like I'm, I'm constantly at Kaylee's school. I go on the field trips and do all that. And I, and I work a full-time job. So that's why I'm like, half of these parents don't work full-time jobs and they don't mm-hmm. work. So I'm like, why you can't be up here? Why can't you come and sit like a day with your kids or, you know, like the spring days we have, why you can't come join this kind of stuff? Why you can't come to open right. house and stuff? Right. And so that's why I said, I, but that's because I, I, I don't think I will hang with somebody who don't, take care of their child because I probably would offend them by saying you need to do this you need to take care of your child I don't like how you handle this so that's probably why I the people I hang with I think we are getting back to that let's take care of our kids let's get our kids healed because we have been raised by people who operate like that but Mm -hmm. like I said I don't dismiss it this generation this generation our generation I'm speaking for they got issues too Mm mm-hmm they're just doing basically what they would have been passed down to them. Their mom didn't help them. Um, their mom don't plan on helping them raise their kids. Their mama had them at a young age. Their mama didn't do what they were supposed to do. So now they're going to naturally do it. You tend to parent how you parent. So Right. So this is where, again, generational curses come. That yes, yes, I that feel like so us as in society and generation, all of that as a whole needs to step up and try to break this generational curse. So we're going to try something new this episode and I'm going to ask the listeners and Brie, what do you think it will take for society as a whole to get back to taking care of their kids and going to their kids school to you know have parent teacher conferences and going to their concerts that they're having and football practices and just becoming more active in their child's life um, what do you think it'll take for society I think it'll take just for us to get back on one accord, getting back to the part where it takes a village to raise a a, a child. Like another thing that has changed since our grandparents' generation, when my mom and them was little, if they got in trouble at school, they was going to get in trouble by the teacher and they were going to get in trouble by their parents. Yeah, because nowadays, Mm -hmm. I can't fuss at my students what I have and hear their mama mouth. Like, good thing I I have a good Mm -hmm. support with my parents. Cause we be on one one page. I have had parents that, well, I think you singling my child out. I think you you won't let my child do this, and that comes with making excuses. Because right. I I I'm very strict. Like I'm mm-hmm. not mean. My students love me, and I, that's that's called firmness. They like that stability. I don't change and I don't waver in nothing. I don't care who you bring up there. I'm not changing my rules for nobody. So right. I think it all. I'm not gonna let you run my classroom. At the end of the day, we have to teach. We have to get stuff done. I got goals. I got to meet. I got deadlines. I got to meet. So I, I got to have structure. And that's one thing. I got my classroom management down packed, and that ain't going to ever change. And I'm not going to let a parent come in and tell me what I should and should not do in my classroom. So I think right. we should get back to letting the village raise our kids. And it's so scary nowadays <laughs> because you can't because so much stuff goes on. It is. You can't trust everybody. But I feel like a teacher and a parent go hand in hand. I'm like your child parent while you away. Like yeah. your yeah. child is with me most of the day because that's the end. Once your child get out of school, you gotta do your they gotta do their homework. And if you work, they're not gonna be with you. You gotta cook, you gotta get in the bath, then you put them back to sleep. I get more time with your child. So why not build that good rapport with me and let's get on one accord and see what we can do to make sure this child function properly and succeed and have a successful learning career. Right. And so, you know what? Once 
the child sees their parent come in your classroom and tell you, you know, run off at the mouth, they're going to think that's unacceptable behavior. And, yeah, that, and you can really right. tell. You mm-hmm. can tell the students who think that. Mm-hmm. Who, well, you know, the parents, like I said, they're not very active in the classroom, but I can definitely tell the parents who talk about me to their kids because mm-hmm. kids are so innocent, they don't know what to tell and what not to tell. And that's the thing. We, y'all, parents have to stop letting children be in grown folks' business. When, yeah. I, was, when I was growing up, it wasn't none of that happening. Yeah, you couldn't see none them in their mouth. You couldn't see, you had to go outside and play while they was talking and stuff like okay? that. Okay, or go in your room, baby, because you oh, are not going yeah. to be in here when two adults are talking. That's what you're not going to do. And you couldn't, you couldn't join in conversations and put your, put your okay. two kids in. So, so still won't make a problem when you get done talking. <laughs> so I just that's why I said I don't I don't really know. It's it's all about how you were how you were raised because you you have a mama that raised you like that. But mm-hmm. a lot of these kids don't have active mamas. Mm-hmm. And if they do have mamas that just that say they lived in the house with them, they don't they don't take the time to properly make sure they straight. Like, when I say straight, like, take care of them learning-wise. Tell them how to live mm-hmm. in the real world. Teach them responsibility. Tell them that if you act a fool at school, I'm going to act a fool on you, too. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, um, what are some things that we can do at home to make sure that we are building our child up in the right way? This you know way. what? We're going to save that for our listeners to answer us. And we're going to try something new. So, listeners, we're going to post this question in the bio section, the description section of this episode. And I want you all to go to our website at chattingwiththegirls.weebly.com. And I want you to go to questions, the questions area on the website. And I want you to type in your answer to the question in the comment section and send it to us and we will look at those and we will discuss read some them. of them all that's gonna be good yep we will discuss them on our next episode for next week so the question is what do you think we have to do as parents educators etc at home to build our children up in the right way so when they go out to school and in public areas they would know how to act and they would know how to respect their elders and everything so can't wait to reach our answers all right Bree, you got anything else no i i enjoy it i can't wait to just see you guys answers right. and hear from you guys well thank you ladies for listening to let's talk about a girl podcast Don't forget to check out and subscribe to our website at chattingwiththegirls.weebly.com. And you have been listening to Kiara and Bree, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.